Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I appreciate you joining me again today. I hope today's going well for you. Yesterday, I was in the fourth chapter of uh, 1 Thessalonians. And, you know, 1 Thessalonians is a good book. You know, Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica, and, and he has some really great instruction for these people, people that were predominantly following the things of God, but he's trying to encourage them. You know, and Paul and Silas were with him too, and, and and I mean, and Silas and Timothy, I meant, and you know, some great things were happening. And he starts out by saying, "Grace and peace to you." You know, he said, "We always thank God for you," and mentioning you in our prayers. They prayed for the church of Thessalonica, people of God. We need to be praying for our churches. You pray for your church, the church you go to. Pray for it. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your leaders. Pray for your church. Our heavenly Father, thank you that we can call upon you today. Thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for the Apostle Paul. You know, we thank you for the, his leaders that were with him. We thank you for Timothy and Silas, and God, for the truth that is brought. But, Lord, we need to live by that truth. And, God, I pray for our churches. I pray for the church I pastor. I pray for the many, many churches in Treasure Valley that God would just anoint them. We would see tremendous growth that people would come to, to know you as Lord and Savior and start attending churches, and together we'd be united force making a difference in lives. God, thank you for every listener. Thank you for their personal lives and who they are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I stopped with the 11th verse yesterday. Then it talking about the uh, oh 13th through the 19th, 18th verse, talked about the coming of the Lord, then into chapter 5. So I think I'm going to get into that just a little bit today, and it'll go real fast like I did yesterday, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pile on Scripture to you, which I think you like. So listen to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I'm just going to read actually the 6th verse before I make any commentary. Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's own word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with a voice of the archangel, and with a trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. That is a great encouragement. We just lost a member of our church named Ken Great guy. He died of Agent Orange cancer, and he from Vietnam. He was seventy years old. He was one of the uh, longest living uh, men that had Agent Orange around. But he loved Jesus, and when he before he died, he was telling us that you know I'm ready, I'm ready to meet my Lord. That's where I'm going to go. You know, and and this verse, people take these verses and they and ever there are all sorts of doctrines dealing with death and dealing with the resurrection and. I like to think of this. I mean, he says that the dead will rise first. They will come, and, uh, and they'll be, a, be with him in the clouds. And you know what? When I think of the dead, I think of Moses and Elijah. I think of the 17th chapter of, of uh, I believe it's 17th chapter of Matthew, Transfiguration, that, uh, that James, John, and Peter, they saw, they saw Moses and Elijah. You know, they saw him. And, you know, so how would they even recognize him? Somehow, some way, we're going to know those people. So I, I've always kind of been under the belief that, you know, when, when we 
when we go to heaven, when we die, that our spirit goes to heaven, that we're our spirits with God, and that and that uh, that we will get a new body someday. And I don't know how this all works, but I know this: when Moses and Elijah, they saw Moses and Elijah. I don't know how you see somebody, how they would know them, unless God quickened their spirit. So I just I believe that when we die, our spirit is with God, and and I know that in our bodies we're going to get new bodies. And so some people take this and they say, well, no, that's certainly not the case at all. Uh, you're going to wait. You're going to be you're going to be dead until until he comes back again, totally. And boy, that, that certainly uh, alleviates some. I, I have a woman that's been to heaven and back. I mean, an amazing story, and I believe with all my heart, her life has changed. Uh, uh, amazingly, but even if, even if, let's say you die, and you you don't know anything until until Jesus comes again, well, it's going to be like being asleep, taking a nap. You then you wake up, you're in the presence of God. So there's a lot of thoughts about that, and some of you probably have different beliefs. But anyway, I just give you kind of my take on that. I just really believe that because, especially because of the 17th chapter. We have Matthew. But then he goes on to say this, chapter 5. I think this is, uh, he said, then therefore encourage each other with these words. He wanted to tell them first, encourage each other. You're going to have hope. If you believe in Jesus, you're going to spend eternity with him. No matter how it shakes out, folks, you're going to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus, with God. It's going to be an amazing thing with Moses and Elijah and Joshua, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Peter and Paul, what a great time! And it's going to be a marvelous time. I, I kind of believe it's going to be, uh, it's going to, just going to be a great life. It's just going to be kind of a life like we're living, but yet without fear, without sin, without uh, the cares of the world, but worshiping God and enjoying life. Some people say, "Well, it just seems so mundane. It seems like it's going to be horrible. Horrible. It's going to be glorious, man. Not to be worrying about this or that." Now, I don't know how it's all going to work with families and all that, and but I know we're going to know our loved ones because, like I said, Peter, James, and John knew Elijah and Moses. We're, going to, we're certainly going to know people, and it's going to be a – I don't know exactly how that works. There's some churches want to tell you uh, precisely how it's going to work that does not come from the Word of God. I can tell you that. I know that because I know the Word of God. But anyway, with that said, chapter 5 says, Now, brothers, about times and dates – we do not need to write to you. Listen to that, folks. Listen to verse 1 of chapter 5. I have more people want to talk to me and argue with me about these kind of things. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. You know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. So we don't need to write. It's going to be a surprise. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to be. What you need to be concerned about is knowing him. So many people want to argue about doctrine dealing with these kind of things. Folks, I'm telling you, be ready. Whenever he comes and whatever and how the situation is going to happen. I'm not somebody that likes to argue doctrine with people. I just want them to be ready. I want them to know what the Bible says. The, Paul says this, you know, know, now brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. I don't need to tell you all that stuff because we don't even know it. We don't get it. We just know he's going to come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come upon them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman 
and they will not escape. We're not going to escape the judgment of God. We're not going to escape him coming again and every eye seeing him, every tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord. Be ready, folks. If I could title this message today, be ready. Be ready when he comes. But verse 4 says, but you brothers are not in dark darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You're all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. So what is he saying? Prepare yourself for life, for future, for your time with Jesus. Prepare yourself. Are you prepared Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you know if tonight suddenly the the clouds open and you see Jesus coming down in the clouds with all the saints, all those who believed in him, are you ready? Or would you say, oh, no, oh, no. You know what? You can say, I'm ready by believing in him. And put your faith in him and trust in him. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. And that's a dumb thing to do, by the way. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Put on faith, folks. Put on love. Put on hope. Is your faith, hope, and love in Jesus Christ today? For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the purpose is, to receive salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or whether we are asleep, we may live together with him. And so I like this last verse, I'm going to share verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. He was telling them, you guys are doing this already, the church at Thessalonica. You're doing this already. Build others up. So I guess the question in closing today in the last minute, minute and a half I have here today, is what are you doing to build others up? What are you doing in your own personal life? What are you doing in the life of the body of Christ that you attend? Are you doing something to build others up? Or are you there to argue and to have your own way and to do what you think is best? People of God, we need to be encouraging in times like this. We need to be there for each other in times like this. I'm so glad. You know, I can come down to this radio station. I come down and I can see wonderful Heather and wonderful Beth and wonderful Josh and David, and we can have a great time just talking and laughing together. I love coming here. I love just being at the radio station because these are great people. Not only that, we have all these other people that come and do shows. They come in here. Some of them do them remotely. I'm one who comes into the station to do my shows. And as you well know, I pre-record my shows every now and again. I'll do a live show, but I I just don't have time. I wouldn't be on the radio if I had to do live shows. I have to pre-record them. In fact, the one you're getting today is uh, (laughs) it's going to you're going to receive it on the 15th of uh, October. But the fact of the matter is, I'm I'm in September producing this show today, just so you know. And so sometimes people call up and say, "Well, Pastor, I loved what you talked about today. It was awesome." 
Well, what did I talk about? I have a hard time remembering. I can go to the archives. By the way, go to KBXL 94.1. You can pull up all our shows. It's awesome. Well, folks, hey, I'm out of time. Be ready when Jesus comes. He is coming again, and it could be soon. Be ready. He loves you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.